The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Yeah, I'm confident in this team. I'm confident in Josh. I'm, you know, we have to continue to grow, and and um, I think a piece of you want to you want to get to a game like this as healthy as you possibly can. Uh, that's not the reason why we lost, however. I want to remind you, we know you love your sports, but uh, you want to change it up. 105.1 KNCI, country music, baby, and we're giving away Brooks and Dunn tickets later today. Toyota Amphitheater, June 8th. PDR's coming up, too, by the way, speaking of. That's right. A couple weeks. I'm looking forward to that. We'll have a, uh, I'm sure we'll have a bull rider. What, has it been a year, or do they do one in the summer? No, we had one. Okay. Not that long so ago. So I'm not tripping. Like I feel like we had one not that long ago. Uh, so our good friend Kirk uh, will be bringing in a uh, bull rider at some point. We always love having those. I think we already did. What for for this? Don't they bring one in week of? I thought too. No, am I wrong? Do I thought twice a year. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I could be wrong. Yeah. I know they came out when they when the ticket when they announced it. I always thought we got one week of. Maybe they're maybe they're bull. That bull. was an interesting interview. Uh, <laughs> why 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 Chris? Why was it interesting? Just interesting. Yeah. The content? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a good post-interview, too. Convers- Being told in the room, get him off the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our guy, uh, he had a, you know, he was free speaking. He was. And he was passionate. Mm-hmm. And he might have said a couple of things that were fun for the YouTubes. Yeah. And by the way, good morning to everybody in the YouTube land as well. You can also text us at 916-339-1140. Another classic Chiefs-Bills matchup. I feel for Buffalo fans, dude. First off, you live in Buffalo, um, and it's snowy and weird. Secondly, um, you went through four straight Super Bowls and lost every time, and now you've hit this roadblock with the Chiefs. You know, we saw it with the Jazz. We saw it with the Sonics. uh, We saw it with the Knicks. You know, I'm just using basketball terms with Michael Jordan. Not that Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan, but he's not not Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, in the NFL, I've I like the comparison to uh, Steph Curry as far as NFL. I've liked that for a long time. When it comes to him and talking before the break, Jason, it's okay. He is on a path to be the greatest football player of all time. Ain't there yet on the path? Yeah. If they win the Super Bowl this year, in your opinion, where is he? Um. Well, that'll be what his third. Uh huh. And he lost one as well. Mm-hmm. And all these championship games. Uh, I mean, it to me, it's just one of those now you just need to let the career play out because he's going to continue. I mean, every time you see like all these stats, it's Mahomes is the youngest or the first or the quickest, you know, all those things. So I think he'll just continue to add. And, and he's to me, the other thing that he's doing is he's killing other legacies. Like Josh Allen is a phenomenal quarterback. Yep. He is. Lamar Jackson's a phenomenal quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is in the AFC. Josh, uh, um, not Josh Herbert. Like, there's a yeah, lot of good AFC QBs mm-hmm. that he's killing them, and he's taking away opportunities from, you know, Manning and Brady did that 
to other good AFC quarterbacks. And now Mahomes is doing that, keeping, you know, some guy, you know, Tua was in the MVP conversation, whether or not he's a phenomenal quarterback, but there's some good QBs. I think the AFC is loaded with them. And if it's always Patrick Mahomes getting there, well, people will live up, you know, won't live up to what potential billing they could have. So as you said, this would be his third. He's got six Pro Bowls, two MVPs. If he wins a third Super Bowl this season. There's not many QBs that have done that. Does he pass both? Um, he passes both Manning brothers when it comes to Super Bowl victories. Super Bowl victories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think, I think. think if you ask most people, they would say that even right now, he's probably ahead of Eli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need more time for him on Peyton, but that's okay. Okay, okay so, just, so that's part of it is longevity and stats. And If he wins his third Super Bowl, here here's a couple of guys that have won three, uh, one of which is a little, you know. So Steve Young, mm-hmm. three titles, one. Where he played. Does he pass Steve Young if he wins this year? Again, more he needs more time. He needs more time. Yeah. So you're not you're not ready like to put him. tracking all sure. of this. But stuff. I'm saying I, I, in this fantasy land, he wins the Super Bowl this year, and he goes, you know what, I'm done. I It's been a great career, and love you all, uh, but I, I'm going to move on. I'm going to be a, you know, I'm going to. Take full ownership yeah. of the Royals. Well, and there's some charm in that when you stop early, we don't know. Right. So, like, could he have ended with seven? Maybe it was three in his career fell out. I don't think it would have. Right, me neither. But, you know, like, there's more lore to a Calvin Johnson. A, well, Barry Sanders Barry had Sanders. great numbers. Yeah. but Jim Brown. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. what else? Patrick Willis stopped early. Yes, he did. So. Who's the guy I always forget with the Niners, too? Uh, Copeland? No. Yeah. Chris Copeland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who stopped, like, well, after his rookie year. Yeah. Well, I wonder what he's doing these days. We should check out. We had him on the show uh, the year after he retired. He was very, um, very active. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out that Chandler Jones and Antonio Brown are talking about doing a podcast together centered around, like, I, I think they want to title it, like, legitimately, like, CTE. Wow. And... You might have seen, I don't know if you did, did you see Chandler Jones's new tattoo? No. It was a tattoo of his spiritual wife. Um, and it turns out she is, I think, an artist who's married to Big Sean. Like Chandler's and Antonio Brown both, they got, they, it really sucks, man, because they're not doing anything that, like, you can't commit them. But, like, they're not right. And that is kind of an example. It doesn't hit everybody the same way, but they both look like they're suffering right now. Anyways, back to Patrick Mahomes. Um, So if he won the Super Bowl this this February and retired, it would be a big what if, but he's not ahead of Young for you. I mean. It's tough. It's an argument. Yeah, for sure. And then ahead of uh, Troy Aikman, he has three. Mm Mm-hmm. Of his own, right? That would be a tough one. I, I think. I think that's kind of where. I think that's the level he's at right now. He's at that Aikman, Young, Eli. You know, you can throw Wait, United. What? What? You, no. think, you think he's past Eli? Yes. Okay. Eli has no MVPs. Yeah, we talked about that. He's got two Super Bowls, but but he has. He's not passing Peyton. Man, I agree with you. Mainly because I mean, I feel like it's just time. Yeah, it's tracking. He's going to do all of this. It's also, this is also a very interesting year for Patrick Mahomes, too, because 
what Patrick Mahomes is doing, in a sense, is probably the best argument against Brock Purdy for the Purdy haters. Because what Mahomes is doing, he's starting to kind of mold into that Brady mode where he's getting paid a ton of money. They shore up the defense, and they basically say, you're going to make it work on offense. Because Tyreek Hill's gone. And Kelsey will be gone soon Kelsey at will, some point. And, but, but that's his thing. He's got Travis Kelsey, who's nearing the end here. And then you got Mecole Hardman. You've got Rasheed Rice. You've got Edwards Hilaire. Mm-hmm. Like, without Patrick Mahomes, I don't even think the Chiefs sniff the playoffs. Maybe they sniff it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think the Chiefs are, it's an interesting thing to step back and go, you know, a lot of people wrote off the Chiefs and keep forgetting that they have Patrick Mahomes, who's the biggest difference maker in the game. And here they are again. Like how it almost after after the fact and him going into Buffalo on the road in the playoffs. Now, after the fact, you go, well, how did we not have the Chiefs in the? And oh, by the way, I believe Baltimore favored by two and a half. Probably they're so, home, better seed, better record. I can't, I can't, uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to steal Friday's content here. I, I, I absolutely refuse to pick against the Chiefs until they lose. Makes that's sense. just, you know what? That's my rule now. I All don't right. care if it's Chiefs Niners. If it's Chiefs Niners, I'm picking the Chiefs. If it's Chiefs, well, it is Chiefs Ravens. I'm picking the Chiefs. Like at some point, you got to say, this is the biggest difference maker in the entire NFL. As long as yeah. he's healthy, they got he's it. Proven it, and. For the the people arguing against Brock Purdy, I would say, yeah, the one thing they might have is if you put Brock Purdy on the Chiefs right now, what are they doing? I don't I don't think they're in the AFC Championship yeah. game. Patrick Mahomes is just a unicorn. All right, we'll take a break, quick break here. When we come back, three for madness. Uh, we'll talk about Brock Purdy. Also, uh, the Hawks, no Trey Young tonight. What would a loss mean? And what's your confidence level going into Championship Sunday, Niner fans? We'll get to three for madness. Brought to you by Firewings next. Three questions, three answers. It's three for madness on the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Here's question one. All right, Chris, I sent you the question. You can answer on the air. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm taking a poll. See if it's unanimous. <laughs> He's 500 grand on the line. You got to pick one. <coughs> Welcome back. While Chris is thinking it over, I don't think he's thinking it over. I think he knows. Uh, no, I'm like, are you really? Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Jason and I were pretty quick. Um, I would say something else. You would say something else? Yes. Oh, two to one. Okay. Uh, Jason, what's going on with the breakfast burritos now? This is a couple times now. Now, did you get like a... This... I told you. I got them at Costco. Oh, oh, you did. You did tell me that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oof. Was that on the air? <laughs> Twice. <Yes>. Two times. <laughs> Quit sniffing glue, man. We really had a full conversation about it? Oh, my goodness. I have no memory of that. I think it started off that way. Yeah. No like, breakfast wow, burrito, right? Well, I, I know. I, I got, went to Costco. I do remember. Got out of there with less than 100 bucks, but, yeah. but I got a whole bunch. Of well, them. I remember all that. Okay. I don't remember the... And then I think another time, you, I think you brought up that, wow, another, maybe that was off air, but... Huh. Yeah. 
Coming up Thursday. So this is the third one. This uh, this right there's here is three, the third one? There's three more. My goodness. So, yeah, so Thursday we'll uh, I'll inquire. Okay. Again, give That'll it a be call. the last day. Okay, so how many more do you have left? About three more oh, yeah. that I just said. There were six. Uh, this is the third. No. That leaves three. Read the room, dude. So Thursday will be the last one. Yeah, but how many are left? Oh, no, uh, there's nine left. There's nine left. You like them? Glad, yes. glad you purchased them? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're yummy. Somebody said to me over the weekend that, uh, by the way, it's Chris Borland, not Chris Copeland. Sorry, everybody. They said that they're, they tried to make an argument that Sean Penn should have won a Best Supporting Oscar for Spicoli. When you look at his body of work okay. now, that that was like such an insanely good performance by him. Actually, retroactive he gets it like, it kind of made me think like you know what it's not bad it's not a bad argument there are three oscar winners in that movie forrest whitaker definitely mm-hmm. sean penn mm-hmm. yeah did jennifer jason lee win one? yes yep. she yep. did oh wow that'd be great you, you go have a re-release fast times at richmond high oscar winner forrest whitaker <laughs> first he's gonna then he's gonna kill us yeah. And Judge Reinhold. And Judge Reinhold, who is still with us. Yeah. Where, where, I, I, I hope he's in the – is he in the Beverly Hills Cop this summer? I hope. I, I He has to be. Well, what is he, he somehow looked older in Fast Times at Ridgemont High than he does now. <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? He's got that Ralph Macchio gene. I hope so. I miss me some Judge Reinhold. I want to see a buddy cop film with Judge Reinhold and Steve Gutenberg. Where have they been? At once upon a time, they they were they were hot actors. Yeah, anything they were in, Three Men and a Baby. Uh, was it Judge Reinhold in one? Was it with Kirk Cameron where they switched bodies, like the father son thing, or was it called Father Son? You know the whole uh, yeah, you know, like Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Thing. Dudley Moore was in one. I swear, Judge Reinhold. Vice versa. Mm. Vice versa is what it was called. And I went on a date to go see that with Julie Steelman in seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, there's Where's a memory. Julie today? But I can't remember the conversation we had about the breakfast burrito. <laughs> All right, three for badness. Christopher Laud, question one. Oh, to answer your question, he will be in the new Beverly Hills. Yes! Property. Well done, Judge. Yeah. I think his friends call me your honor just to be D-bags. Probably. Question one. How do you think Brock Purdy played on Saturday night? Well, looking at his numbers, 23-39, he had a touchdown, a uh, rating of 86-7, QBR 61.9. I thought he played like garbage for the most part, and then he brought it back together with a really good drive. Um, it wasn't just the fact that he should have been picked twice. Like, should have been picked twice, wasn't. So maybe you get lucky. You know, everybody gets lucky. There's a reason why defensive backs aren't, uh, aren't wide receivers, but... Mm-hmm but twice uh and it wasn't just that jason it was like you even look at the uh i mean george kittle had that crazy drop but there were it looked like purdy had the yips the amount of balls that either sailed on him or that hit the ground five yards in front of the receiver he he honestly looked like he looked more like he did versus the ravens than he did the rest of the year and i just hope that this is all rust whatever you want to call it at some point he you know he made that pass to brandon Ayuk on third down that amazing catch by Ayuk, and i think the montage music started playing mm-hmm. 
I hope that's it, and, and, and he got it out of the way because if if he plays like that against the Lions, they're going to lose. Yeah, they're going to lose. The I, I mean, I agree with you. I think his performance was saved by the end and the victory. Yes. Um, inside some puzzling throws, some bad throws he had, like the first touchdown to Kittle was beautiful. Yeah. He had a couple other throws, but I think he had more of great catches by guys on third down. There was a lot of clutch third downs that they converted that weren't great throws by him. So I would say he was like a C, and it was probably and that improved based on yes the finish he brought it up yeah. to a C yeah. Um, by the way, gentlemen, there are four Oscar winners in Fast Time at Ridmont High. There are four, including an Oscar winner <laughs> making his debut as unnamed coworker. Oh yeah, of Brad's at All American Burger. Eric Stoltz. Nope, but a really famous father. Nicholas Coppola. That's right. Credited as Nicholas oh, yeah, Coppola. Nick we know him as Nick Cage. As his uncle. What, what, what was it? Oh, yeah, it was his uncle. What did I say? His father? Yeah. That's stupid. Mr. What? Hand ever won an award? I mean, he was a longtime actor. He was. Yeah. Mr. Hand no longer with us. I don't know. Oh, no. No. What, was, what did Nick Cage win an Oscar for? Uh, leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, he said Moonstruck. It's going to be one. Yeah, I but I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was leaving Las Vegas. I'll look it up. Question two, please. Question face two. Off. Not face off. The Hawks will be without Trey Young tonight. Does this game have a chance to be a Willody? Okay, they lose the last second. They lose by. I think it would be in order for it to be the Willody. I think they'd have to lose by. 30 or more for it to be the Willody. Yeah, I mean, I think there's op- There's always an option for a Willody. Uh-huh. You, you've, had <laughs> three, <laughs> you've had three days off. Yeah. You've lost four in a row. Yeah. You've, you, you should be an angry. Like, there, there's a lot of things that you would think would favor the Kings, and then Trey Young is out. So, yeah, a blowout loss or a heartbreak loss, it has a chance. Like a th- 30-point victory, and you go, like, or loss, and you go, like, 50% from the line. Yeah. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. I hope not either. We will get 100% disappointed G-Man if that happens. Yes. Like, I'm not mad I'm disappointed G-Man. All right, question number three. Question three. How confident are you about the San Francisco 49ers beating the Lions and going to the Super Bowl? So, you know, I do the thing where it's like I pick the Packers and I reverse jinx and all. Like, this isn't that. I'm not. Con- I'm not saying the Lions will win. The Niners should. The Niners should be favored. My confidence level is like two. Like, I am so not confident because of how, if they play against the Lions, how they played against the Packers, they're going to lose. And all I have is that playoff game to go on. And they and that's it. Like, the Lions have all the momentum, all the feel goods, all that. We don't know the status of Debo Samuel. That's going to be incredibly important. It's the same shoulder he had the hairline fracture on earlier. I 100% am expecting for them to announce that he's got a hairline fracture. And then we're going to get to the whole, like, could he be back by the Super Bowl? Well, that's in three weeks. Um, but I am planning, in my mind, I am one thing I am confident about is Debo Samuel's not going to play against the Lions. I hope I'm wrong, but that's where my head's at. Debo Samuel got hurt earlier this year, and they lost all three games. 
the game he got hurt in, and then the next two. Like, he is the skeleton key of that offense. So I'm not confident at all. And and the fact that the line in this game is, uh, what, is seven and a half, I think? Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's insane to me. That is absolutely insane. Now, hey, I hope, I hope they're right. I really, really do. Um, but I'm not confident, Jason. Yeah, I, I think last weekend, Saturday, was a, a good thing to win, obviously, to stay, keep yeah. the season alive to advance, but and they did some things they've never done, but it also just reaffirmed that this team, probably more than any, is so good when everything is right, and that is Debo being healthy. That's that right. is them getting into their scheme and game plan and getting ahead of a game. Now, they had Debo leave the game, and they had to come back. Two things they're not great at. I think they played the right team, though, to do that against. Yes. Green Bay made some mistakes. Yes. They're going to, I mean, I think uh, Jordan Love, who was playing well, two critical interceptions. Obviously, the last one was, I don't know what Uh, he was thinking. I don't either. But earlier, the other one was a big miss, too. I mean, it really was. They were up seven with the ball, and Greenlaw picked off the first one on a throw that was tipped, but it was thrown way behind the receiver. And so uh, I just think, had they played a team that played more mistake for, I think they're going home. I agree with you. Last weekend. I agree with you. So. Uh, they figured out a way to win that one. They've got to get the game in their in their kind of scheme in their hands. If it's in their hands, then you're not beating them. Niners favored by six and a half now against the Lions. Uh, it went down. Ravens favored by three and a half against the Chiefs. It wouldn't surprise me if that went down another point, especially if they announced Debo is mm-hmm. out today or tomorrow. <sighs> All right, we will take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that game. The 49ers. They win a game that history says they should have lost. We'll explain that, and we'll get into what ifs and what's next, next. To get your sports fix. Live and local. The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Somebody on the text line asking what's a Wolody? W-L-O-T-Y, if you're not familiar with the show lingo, and perhaps we should put out a dictionary. Worst loss of the year, Wolody. Also used to chase the roadrunner around. Mm-hmm. One of the clips you're seeing from the football games over and over again is uh, Jason Kelsey's living his best life, uh, was out drinking with Bill's Mafia prior, uh, jumped out of the skybox, pounded a beer, shirt off, lifted up a little girl holding a sign to meet some people in the skybox. Uh, he was having a great life and it universally, uh, you know, definitely getting lit up, universally praised. Also, it was okay. Taylor Swift, such an attention grabbing, you know what? And they need to quit showing her because she's terrible rooting for her boyfriend. Kind of interesting, I thought, the differences in how people took both. 
Like Jason Kelsey, it's like middle-aged man gets trashed at game, is constantly shown with his shirt off versus the tight end's girlfriend cheering for her boyfriend and not her fault that they're panning to her and everybody else in the box having a good time. My favorite part was when they would show her and you just see Jason in the back just with his shirt off. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that that, that certainly had to be a very entertaining luxury box to be in. And uh, and Jason Kelsey stole the show. And I don't know. The world is weird sometimes at the things. Because I could just, every time they showed Taylor Swift, I could just hear... Middle, do you, middle do you America. think that was a, a decision that Jason Kelsey made? To get in there to take some of the shine off of Yeah, her? just like, hey, I'll act like an idiot so people don't keep on talking about you. Maybe. And if so, good for him. Yeah. If so, good for him. I mean, it's kind of weird. It's an active football player. He's a good teammate. He's a good teammate. He also saw, who was it, Aziz Alshair, uh, who no longer plays for the Niners, in the, in the pregame uh, little fun fracas, huddly thing that was kind of cool. Kind of speaks to the brotherhood the 49ers have. And going into uh, the fourth quarter last night or Saturday, seems like last night, uh, the Niners were 0 and 30 since 2017 when trailing by five or more points entering the fourth quarter. Now, yeah. they obviously came back and won. So you have a Kyle Shanahan fourth quarter comeback. You have a Brock Purdy signature comeback drive, mm-hmm. both both in the playoffs. So that should take care of both of those narratives. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're now fourth quarter right. gamers. Uh, you have the injury to Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. And Debo had said that he was going to be fine at some point. Well, that's good. But, boy, uh, Kyle Shanahan kind of made it sound like, uh, who knows, could be a serious thing. We have to wait and see. <clears throat> but it, it, it is, he had the hairline fracture in the shoulder earlier in this year. He had to miss three games. Um, We'll see. Yeah. I'll say Jennings had a couple of big catches. They did help out, but it's different. I mean, Debo's such a weapon. And like we said earlier, when this year their losses basically have been either injuries or turnovers related. Mm-hmm. And in this game, they really didn't turn the ball over, but an injury and it just it just derails them. It gets them off of what they try to do more than any team I can remember. Who's your MVP of the game? McCaffrey. Or Greenlaw. I was going to say. But probably McCaffrey. It's one of those two. It's tough to go against a guy that had two second-half interceptions, but uh, great game for McCaffrey. We'll uh, we'll get into our pick six a little Mm -hmm. bit later, but McCaffrey, 98 yards on the ground, uh, 30 yards through the air. He had those two touchdowns, including that game seal. You're right about about, uh, Juwan Jennings. As they call him, third and Juwan. He was clutch as all get out. Kittle with the touchdown uh, as well. It's just a, a everybody needed to contribute. And oh, by the way, including this guy. High drama as we start the fourth quarter. Jake Moody from the left hash mark, a 52 yard field goal. 
Snap from Tabor Pepper to Mitch Wisnowski. Head turn, snap, ball away. Jake Moody's kick is long enough, and it is right down the middle. Boy, they needed that kick big time. Oh, what a good job. Great kick by Jake Moody, but Mitch Wisnowski, that, that snap looked like it was a little bit low. Yeah. Special teams almost hurt him, too. Look, Moody missed one earlier. That was a big kick, though, that he made. Obviously, the Packers missed one late. That was important. But that kick return, I thought, was was just a killer by the Niners that they allowed. Yeah, it was. And honestly, that Moody kick, I was 100% convinced he was missing it. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely 52-yarder in those conditions after that earlier miss. And it was blocked, but it also, when you looked at it on the replay, two things. Number one, he kicked it way low. Yeah. Secondly, who knows – but he's a right-footed kicker. They generally don't slice. They 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 draw, and that thing looked like even when it was blocked. I think as Alan Styles put up the video, it looked like it was already going left. Either way, he made it when it counted. Christian McCaffrey uh, acknowledged Dre Greenlaw's interception. Was thinking the same thing we all were. That's just Dre making plays. Um, he's such a great player for us. Stepped up when we needed him most. I just like to see him get down a little earlier, though. But that's his mentality. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Shanahan said it was a character win for the team. Very proud of the guys in there. I thought that was as big of a mental challenge and just a character game as any game I've been a part of. I mean, when things aren't going how you want on offense, defense, special teams, you know, the rain, guys slipping a lot, you know, losing Debo early. Uh, couldn't be more proud of the people in there and uh, just how they persevere. Now, you saw Brock Purdy, Jason, wearing a glove in the beginning, and then he said, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want to. But you could tell a little bit uh, he was having trouble with the rain, and he mentioned that. I put on the glove for the first drive. It was coming down, and then it sprinkled, so I took it off. So I was still trying to sort of figure out what I wanted to do, and I was sort of fed up with the glove, so I just obviously was thrown like I normally do. And there were some some times where I'm dropping back balls a little wet from the grass. sort of affected some accuracy and stuff, but, dude, that's football, so i got to be better in that area. I thought the weather did have an impact, whether it was on Purdy, on Jordan Love. I already forgot which linebacker or corner slipped on the one Packer touchdown wide open, but the DB fell, but that's still part of it. I mean, the Packers playing in the same stuff. I I thought slipping was a factor in the game. It was, and uh, it was on both sides. And the the Packers obviously are used to playing in weather, but there's a difference between snow and rain, too. Those are two different uh, types of issues. One more thing from Brock Purdy, uh, talking about the confidence boost uh, from a comeback win. And obviously, we're in the postseason now, so we were all like, all right, this is it. And, you know, this is our season. And so for us to capitalize like that was huge for all of us. And then obviously for myself as a quarterback, like it's good for confidence and all that. But we have too many good players, man, on this team. So many players that are difference makers, and we got a great defense. And so for us to not find a way, um, just wasn't. it's not right. So... For us to finally have a game like this and, and pull through at the end was, was huge for all of us. Uh, from the 916, something I'm amazed and I haven't heard from any analyst. Brock has struggled in exactly three games this season. The common thread between all three is that it was raining. Similar performances in each game. It's a decent point. I actually yeah. forgot it was raining during the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. definitely ra- raining uh, in Cleveland uh, as well. Was it raining for the Bengals? No. No, but did he... I gotta go back and look. Was that a struggle bus game for him? I mean, obviously they lost. Anyway, um, from the nine one six as well. Did any of you guys worry that the Niners were gonna have delay of game on the long touchdown run by McCaffrey? Sure looked like the clock hit zero. There was a brief tick after that before they snapped 
I it was close. I remember exactly what what the texture's talking about. And here's uh, in one of the games yesterday, they they explained how it works. the the ref there's a the back judge is looking at the clock. When the clock hits zero, so man, you know three, two, one, zero. When the clock hits zero, his job or her job is to then look at the quarterback, look at the center. If the ball has been snapped, no delay of game. If the ball isn't snapped, delay of game. That's how they run it. So it's not zero. It's three, two, one, zero, look. So you kind of get, and, and the texture even mentioned the extra tick in there. Yeah. I, it, I and And it's one of those things. I would. I don't know this. I would just imagine Jason with referees like, and if they look and the ball is be, it's like tie goes to the runner and the ball is being snapped. I don't think they. Yeah, do. they might let that go. You yeah. don't want to call that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you look and the ball is just still not moving, I and yeah. I think that's the general rule. Uh, they they they. I they, didn't remember it on the the specific play they're saying, but yeah. Well, you know, I mean, and and when you're in a situation like that, there's sometimes where the quarterback's going through his cadence. Um, the line knows what's, what that cadence is going to be and what the, what the walkthrough is going to be. But then you get the quarterback that sees the clock at two. Right. And maybe he's got three seconds left to go through his, his motions there. And he's going, he's going to have to basically just wing it and, and snap the ball. And if you're winging it, what better way to wing it than with our friends at fire wings. And there are 21 different flavors to choose from. Seven, seven, and seven, if you will. Seven of them, classic. That's your garlic, parmesan, your buffalo, your fire wing. And then you got 14 in different types of exotic as well. I always say the breaded Malaysian curry, that's my jam. Saigon Street. And the award-winning peanut butter one. If you haven't tried it, try it. If you're, you know, look, bone in, boneless. Remember, they've got their their new the garlic noodles, garlic fries, Nashville hot fire chicken sandwiches that are just insanely good, and so much more. Locally owned and operated. Go to firewings.com. Find the location near you. Tell them Carmichael Dave sent you. Hey, Firewings, just wing it. All right, well, we've talked a lot about what the Niners didn't do. What did they do well to win the ballgame? We'll go through that. Some more words after the game. And then we got Frankie, our Sacktown Sports Kings insider, coming in at 8 a.m. to try to figure out what the heck is going on. We'll also look back at the first half as well. We'll do all that right after this. Dave. He has very good sources and he, he just kind of tells it as it is and gets to the point. Jason Ross. He has a lot of pretty smart things to, to say. He's good at what he does. On Sacktown Sports. As the long snapper, first and ten, Green Bay. They have two timeouts left. Love on the shotgun, deep drop. Pressure gets chased out to his right. Will throw on the run back middle. It is intercepted. Go down, Drake Greenlaw. Running back the other way. Secure the ball. 
but the 49ers have the football. 34 seconds to go in this game. Two interceptions for big play Dre Greenlaw. Voice of the Niners, Greg Papa, Tim Ryan. Barrett will join us this Friday, break down the win. Now, a couple things for you, Jason. This is courtesy of uh, one, of my, one of my favorite follows for sports stuff, Optistats. It's a good follow on Twitter. Last night, the Bills both rushed and passed for over 180 yards. They had zero giveaways and had took zero sacks. They had less than 30 penalty yards. They had over 35 minutes in time of possession. They had five separate drives of 10 or more plays. So, obviously, you know where I'm going here. In the Super Bowl era, no other team has lost a playoff game when doing that. No NFL team has lost a regular season game when doing that. No NFL team has ever done all of that. Period. In a game. Whether they've won or lost. Really? Nobody... No other NFL team in the Super Bowl era has done all that in the same game, regular or postseason, and they still ended up losing. Wow. <laughs> that's that's just Mahomesian magic. The, the little I guess and it didn't even seem like Mahomes was like out of this world and hey, no. you weren't gonna beat that guy on this day. It just again, it it just goes, you know, when people say playmaker, playmaker, difference maker, difference that's Patrick Mahomes. It's just no not taking credit away from the defense or anyone else, but uh yesterday in the Detroit game, uh Craig and Josh Reynolds both scored their first career playoff touchdowns for the Lions. They're the only duo in NFL history to have the same last name and both score their first career playoff touchdown in the same game for the same team. It's kind of a thin stat, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, and finally, uh, going into yesterday, the uh, Texans uh, 0-4 uh, on the road in the postseason. They're the only current NFL franchise without a road playoff win, uh, now 0-5. The Ravens were 3-4 and all-time in home playoff games, tied with the Chargers for the lowest win percentage in NFL history. Random! Yeah, right? <laughs> How about that? And they've got another uh, chance uh, at home yes. this weekend against the Chiefs. I am championship Sunday. I am geeked. I am absolutely. It's a good final. I'm four. freaking jacked. So you would have had who were uh, who are the two seeds? Buffalo and Dallas. Okay. Would you be? I feel like I'm more geeked. Ah, okay. I'd be more geeked if it was Niners Cowboys. I'll admit, but that's rivalry. But Detroit brings a whole different flavor to the whole thing. Now you're the bad guys. The, yeah, the Niners, and I'm not used to being on that side, especially when you're talking about a team celebrating its 30th anniversary of not winning a Super Bowl. You know, and that's not Lions bad. That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the, the Niners are going to be the, the Goliaths. Of course they are. Yeah, because they have, what, five? Yeah. Uh-huh. But they got them all, like, between, what, 80 and 94? It's like, come on, man. I grew up, and I was like, well, the Niners are going to win a Super Bowl pretty much every other year. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Little did tiny Carmichael Dave know that uh, you'd have gray hair by the time they, they won their next one. 
The Lions, though, not only have they the whole Super Bowl thing aside, they haven't won a road playoff game since the 1957 NFL championship game. They were on the road. You know who they beat, Jason? Um, You were there, right? The Boston Tea Party. Yeah. New York Giants. The win came against the San Francisco 49ers hey. in 1957 in the NFL championship game. As a matter of fact, I don't know what the number is, but you could say the Lions actually have a really good history at playing the 49ers on the road in the playoffs. At least 1 and 0. At least 1 and 0. So, you got all that. Mm. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh and then Ravens Chiefs. Got to be honest, I'm probably more I, I would still be geeked for Ravens Bills. But Ravens Chiefs ain't bad either. The, I like I like the defending Super Bowl champions still in there. And as we noted earlier, it's now set up for the Niners. If they beat the Lions, it's a Super Bowl rematch. Right, no matter what. No matter what, and it's a rematch of the only two. They are 5-2 and two in Super Bowls. Their last two Super Bowls they've lost, and those came against the Chiefs a few years back, and then earlier in the uh, last decade against the Ravens in the Lights Out Bowl. Either way, it's a rematch. You have a preference? You obviously have to beat Detroit, so it's not... I mean, we are looking past. No. On, I, 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 I'm, 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 I have an inner turmoil because either way you're avenging a loss. Okay. The Ravens came in and kicked your tail this year at home, but the Chiefs came in and kicked your tail last year at home. I want to say my preference would be the Chiefs just because I'd like to see, like, I would get more joy out of the Niners beating the Chiefs than I would the Ravens. I like John Harbaugh. I like Lamar Jackson. I I don't dislike the Chiefs, and I don't dislike Patrick Mahomes, but... I think Niners Chiefs not only would be a rematch, but I'm also all here for the Jason Kelsey Taylor Swift show. Like, bring it on, man! But I want all of that. I want Taylor Swift. If the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, is Taylor Swift going to have her own podium? Isn't she supposed to be in Asia? I I'm just going to throw this out there. I think if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, there's going to something's going to happen with that schedule. I can't see. She should do halftime. <laughs> she's going to redo her concert. Yes. For the Super Bowl. She's not missing the Super Bowl. Why? She's missed all of them before. Well, yeah, but now she and Travis Kelsey are, are friends. I can't, dude, I can't, I can't see it. And then she's going to roll out there at one point with Usher. And they're going to do a thing. They're going to do a little dance. Oh, okay. She's not missing the Super Bowl. You really think she's got, hey, let's lay our bets out right now. Chiefs make the Super Bowl. She's missing it? You're confident? Yes. Okay, I'm saying. Let me let me definitely see what the schedule no, is. No, I think you're 100% correct on that. Jason? There's planes. She can go back and forth. God, that would be crazy, right? Taylor, that would even add to it. Taylor Swift's flying 19 hours in her private Gulf stream from Malaysia or wherever to... To, to Vegas. Okay, uh, she might be able to do it. What's the, what's the, uh, the Super Bowl's on the, the 11th. 11th, right? Yeah. She is in Tokyo on the 10th. 
And then she doesn't perform again in Singapore until March 3rd. So she can do it. Okay. What time is it in Tokyo? Let's tune into that. Uh, Right now in Tokyo, it is is 12.55 in the morning tomorrow. So how does that work? So if she like, so that means that they are eight, nine, ten, five. They're seventeen hours ahead. Easily makes it. So hold on a second. So if her she, last performance is the day before the Super Bowl, right? So then minus seventeen hours from that. It's like it's Friday, and she's trying to get here right. for the Sunday Super Bowl, and then Tokyo to Vegas flight time. Thirteen hours. Oh, easy work, light work. She's gonna, she's gonna finish up her show. Where is it at? It's in Tokyo. You say finish up her show, hit the showers, get in some pajamas, hop onto the uh, the, the the private jet, the Swift Stream. Yes, the Swift Stream. She's gonna, uh, she's gonna shake it off, go to sleep, wake up in Vegas, roll in halftime show. She's going to trigger half of America every time they show her. How they haven't gotten a sponsored Taylor cam yet with a little logo in the top right. So every time there's a screenshot rolling around, you see, uh, you know, Alpo or Best Foods Mayonnaise. I don't know, whatever the sponsor is. Plus, she can stay for the parade and all that stuff. That's right. Show till March. Until March. She can do the whole thing. She can even go on a nice vacation. Yeah. Ooh, she's going to be in Australia a couple days after the Super Bowl. Oh. Oh, I thought you said she didn't perform till March. That's what it said on whatever uh, thing they, I was looking at. But Chris now, isn't in the fan club. No, but now it's schedule. different. So she would go Tokyo, Vegas, Australia, Australia. Super convenient. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of on the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, is it? it or, if you don't think about it, it's well, not. Wait a minute. Is Austra- Hold on. So. So wait, hold on. So Tokyo is upper, is northwest. Tokyo's here. Australia's here. Oh, is Australia straight south? Las Vegas is over here. So wait, where did you think Australia was? Well, no, I was thinking like, is it over here, like on the map? Like, is is Australia like south? No, because Australia, no, Australia's in the south. I would say that Japan is more east than Australia. I think you have to go southwest to go to Australia. So, so she basically, if if I'm right, just to visualize it for the audience. She would make a greater than sign to get to from Tokyo to Vegas to Australia. Yes. Less okay. Than. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you see, Jason, this is what I was talking about. When you're looking at the map here, it looks like on the flat map that Australia is southeast of the United States yeah. when it's a square. But in reality, it's actually closer to go southwest. Because Australia is over here, and uh, and 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 Japan, which is due east over here, right? That's Japan, ish ish, right there. Go that way. But no, so you gotta go that way. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I we I need a telestrator. Yeah, you do. So Japan's up here, and then boom. And then boom. Anyways, all right. Well, now that we've broken that down, Dre Greenlaw's interceptions were huge. Yeah, they were. They were massive. Get and down. Get down, Dre. And we're not talking about dancing. Afterwards. Also, um, they have this uh, thing called Am I the blank? Am I the the butt, I guess, but they say the bad word. Like, people will tell stories on Reddit of like, oh, I went out and I did this thing and I didn't tip this part, whatever. Am I the... Mm, 
because like our neighbors back and to the left, uh, they're huge Packer fans. And like me, they always watch the games outside in whatever gazebo thing they have. And because they have cable and I have YouTube TV, they're like slightly ahead of me. So we could always like tell when the Packers did something. And they're all Packer fans. So am I a bad person for when Greenlaw got that second pick? I was so loud and yelling and like, yeah, I, I was overdoing it. Like the first was natural, but then I put in a couple of extra, that's what I'm talking about or whatever. That's what you said. I, that's maybe I, what I'm talking I might have said, about. I might've said, let's go. I don't that's know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is what I am talking about. Am I bad for doing that on purpose so that they would hear me? Or is that all part of the fun and games? We'll discuss that when we get back. <laughs> Frankie Cardicelli will join us somehow, and we will talk about the uh, the Sacramento Kings. And we're going to look back on some of these uh, wins, losses, the first half of the season. We'll do that next.